Nineteen-year-old Trina Davis is the first woman from Fiji to sign a football contract, now playing in Israel for Tel Aviv University SC. The US-born Fiji international is used to raising eyebrows, making her international debut as a 16-year-old. She talked to our producer, Vinnie Wiley, about her journey to being a full-time pro. It came up so fast. I was practicing because I tore my ACL two years ago, and I was actually playing on it torn when I was playing for Fiji. So I was, my meniscus was torn and my ACL was torn during that whole, both times I was playing. And then after that, I came home and I had my, I went to five different doctors and I couldn't figure out what was wrong. So then I went to like the best doctor in Seattle because my knee would swell up. And I was like, something's wrong with my knee. Like I can't play anymore. Like it really is bothering me. And he did my ACL test and he's like, just from this, like I'm 99% sure your ACL is torn. And I was like, well, this is kind of frustrating because I was going to go play college and then so I had to redshirt my freshman year and then I didn't have no film from last year. So then when COVID came around, I couldn't really reach out to anybody because all my film was from Fiji. So I just worked out every day at home or for a year. And then I drove two hours away from my house to go work out. And I was going to go to Highline Community College, which is two hours away from where I live. And so I was just planning on that. And then in January, Christoph Gamel, he's the coach for Fiji also, he reached out to me and was like, hey, would you ever go play in Israel like this week or something? And I was like, this week? Like I haven't played yet and like or anything, but I was fit. I'm fit. Like I've been working out. I've been doing everything. So it was like, this is something I've wanted to do. But then once if I signed my contract, I would never be able to go play at a university and get a full ride or get a scholarship. So that's where I did struggle. I was like, well, say if I go and I don't like it, I'm like kind of screwed. But I was like, I need to take this opportunity. I was like, I've always wanted to go play pro soccer. And this is what I would go to college for to get an opportunity like this. So that's why I took it. You mentioned that Christoph Gamal, the former Fiji men's national coach, reached out to you. Is, is it via him? Or do you know how you came on the radar of, of your team in Tel Aviv? I've always kept in contact with Gamal because I always knew he could when I was in Fiji, he said he always saw potential in me and he wanted me to go far. He always saw that I always was pushing myself and pushing everyone to be better. And he said, like, you'll go far one day. And so that's why I think it was last year. He would message me. I messaged him like every holiday said, said something to him and he'd ask me like what I'm doing and stuff. And he said, I'm going to find you a team. I'll always like look for you. And so there was a team in France, but then that's when I tore my ACL. Like I couldn't, I was still recovering from it. So he's like, okay, like keep recovering. We'll keep our options open. So I think he kind of looked everywhere for me and he gave me this agent. Sophian Sofer is his name. So he's my agent and he reached out to him and he called me and said, Hey, like there's a team in Tel Aviv, Israel that wants you. Um, they've seen your clips. They've seen who you are. They want, they're interested. They want to sign you and like go this week. And I was like, well, that's really fast. Like I've never like really packed up my stuff and left like that, but I think it was just like COVID happened all last year. I wasn't doing anything but working and working out. So I was like, this is like an opportunity I want to take. I want to play soccer again. And if it's pro, like I'm 19 years old and I get this opportunity, I was like, I can't pass it up. So prior to heading over to Israel, packing all your bags and uh, to the other side of the world, when, when was the last time you were able to be playing regularly? I played the day before my surgery, which was January... 14, I think 2019, that was the last club game I had. So actually the first game I've ever played was here back in Tel Aviv, my first one, the second day I got here. So, 
it was exciting. Like, I think that was also, I obviously, like, I was nervous. Like, it was my first game I'm starting. This is my first game back from ever tearing my ACL. Like, say if I do a little movement, I might, might get hurt. But it was just, like, I, my mindset was, like, right. I just, like, okay, like, you're back playing again. Like, feel your normal self. So, it's just what I had to do. I was, like, I think my mindset was my most important, like, factor in everything I've, I've done. Because obviously when I went, when I did tear my ACL, I was playing soccer every day for eight years nonstop. I played on like four or five different teams at a time. And then I had to stop for two years straight. So obviously going from doing something every single day to nothing, like it's really a big toll on you. Like, I think also you, I was reading you guys uh, retweeted something about like your mental health or, um, recently and I like no that's definitely very true because like if you go from something and then you have an injury like this it's like what do I do with my life like everyone always expects me to play soccer do this but it's like it's more to it when you like that gets taken away from you so I think that's it was important like I had a good surrounding like lift up system so which was helpful and, and you know playing professionally now in this Israeli Women's National League. How, how have you found the standard compared to what you've played before? Oh, definitely way better. It's uh, more, more people want to actually be here. They want to win. Everyone's playing for something. So that's important because like on my other club teams, it's like, oh, like practice again or like uh, another game. But then here everyone's like, okay, it's another game. Like we have to win this. Like we have to play our best. Uh, so that was, that's what I was super happy coming into. Everyone was more technical, uh, fast paced. So it, it's more, it's more of where I want to be at, which is way better. So I was excited for that. And everyone's skill wise was better than what I expected. So it was a good idea to come, I think for me. By virtue of going over to Israel, you are, as we seem to understand the, the first Pacific Island woman to be a professional footballer. Is that something that you were aware of? Is that crazy to think Not about? At all. How does that sort of, how do you make sense of that in your mind? When um, I found out, I didn't want to post about it because who knows, because COVID, say if I got here, I could have got sent back home because I wasn't a citizen or like who knows what would happen. But I just, I think I, I just was like, okay, maybe I'm going to say it. So I was like, I, this is a good stepping stone in my life. Like I, I'm going pro, like this is exciting. So I posted it on my um, flight to New York. So I had to fly from Seattle to New York and then New York to Tel Aviv and then I got on my plane and then I got off and I my phone was blew up with messages and they're like my mom texted me she's like you are the first Fijian woman to ever go pro and I was like no way I was like I didn't I didn't know that like that's that is like the craziest thing I saw and then I saw FIFA Women's World Cup gave me a shout out and I was like I guess this was like a bigger picture and like bigger accomplishment than I thought of because I I was just like okay this is my first like time back I'm gonna go to play soccer here and then once I saw the news I was like wow like this is this is a big thing and it it made me feel better because it shows I know a lot of girls in Fiji um I don't think they think they can get out they think they're kind of there forever so once they saw like oh she's going to play pro like we can it was exciting to see like I was the first Fijian woman so it's like I had so many people reach out to me said, Hey, like we look up to you. Um, you're such an inspiration to people here in Fiji. And I was like, that wasn't my goal. Like I wasn't trying to do that, but then it felt great to hear that because it's always something I've wanted to do. And I didn't expect like this opportunity would give, give that mindset to other people. So it was exciting hearing that, but then just, I know like now 
the qualifiers next year was supposed to be in January, that, but it just got moved to June. I was always messaging the other girls on the team. They're like, when are you coming back? Like, we, we miss you here. But I was like, okay, like, you guys got to get ready. We're going to the World Cup in 2023. Like, we have a chance now. Like, New Zealand's got the automatic go. We were second place in Oceania. They moved it from 24 teams to 32 teams. So just anytime someone reaches out to me from Fiji, I always say, like, we're going to the World Cup. Because I know, like, that's something I think that would bring them all up. Like, they would just definitely make them feel way better. I want to make sure, like, I keep everything open for Fiji because no matter what, like, that's just, like, who I want to bring up the most. Fijian football pro Trina Davis. And she's an ambitious, ambitious woman, should I say. Uh, She says she wants to take or lead Fiji to the Women's 2023 World Cup, so something to keep an eye on.